Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Uncensored News. I'm your host, the Educated Patriot. Let's dive right into this. So, as I'm sitting here watching this Halloween movie, I pick up my cell phone and I look at a story, and um, I see that Biden is sending almost one billion dollars worth of monetary, um, you know, assets and um, you know, stockpile weapons from our United States arsenal for our United States military for our defense. I say, as I'm driving down the road, every single day I pass a gas station, I say, look at, you know, that price of gas continuing to go up. The price of, you know, the the, 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 the fucking value of everything is just skyrocketing. And this man is just doubting everything. He's doubting everything, but he's supporting someone who's not even an ally of ours, somebody who's supposed to remain neutral and not be part of any organization like NATO or the UN. But we see that about a week ago, you know, somebody from Ukraine blew up a bridge into Crimea, killing civilians. That's the opposite of what wars typically do. You know, for the most part, civilians are kind of off limit. Combatants are the ones that you fight, people that are fighting back against you for whatever reason and cause that you got, depending on what side, you know, you're on. But typically civilians are off, you know, they're off. You just don't fucking attack them. You know what I mean? And for Ukraine to celebrate that, it's mind-boggling to me. That's why I like how the Starlink, that is the communication that Ukraine is using because the infrastructure is all broke, is being taken away from them. Eli Musk, you know, the one who gave them the Starlink, is taking everything back. Said so we can no longer, no longer support you all. Because like I told you before, they tried to say that him speaking that there should be some type of compromise and peace and restore back to the old way, meaning, you know, restore your country, you know, stop the stupidity. And for everybody to turn against him, to include Ukraine, to put him in one of the Russian military, you know, prisoners of war's uniform was despicable. The only reason why you could communicate with anybody on the battlefield or anywhere in the world is because of this man. And you tell him that he's fucking wrong for saying that you're supposed to broker peace. But you're going to allow the United States military or should I say just Joe Biden himself. Fuck that old son of a bitch. To send seven hundred and ninety five million dollars worth of assets and funds to continue to fund a endless war. We're doing the same thing we did in fucking Afghanistan and Iraq all over again. If. Anybody thinks that Russia will lose this fucking war, you are out of your fucking mind. You don't understand war then if you think that Russia will lose to fucking Ukraine. It is true that Russia has just started to draft people to go over and fight. However, within the last week, what we have seen is more aggression from Russia. They're showing a little bit more of themselves than they've ever shown before. The bombardment that they've fucking done and been able to push Ukraine back. Yeah, the media don't want to report that. 
But when you look at other news around the world, everybody else is reporting it besides here in the States. They want us to think that everything is going well so they could just continue to send fucking shit. If you continue to send our weaponry, and we live in a country where they say everything is in short. You try to do an online fucking grocery list. Guess what? Not everything that you fucking order is there. You got to sit here and wait, you know, 90, 120 days or so plus before you even get a brand new car because of the so-called fucking chip shortage. So if everything else in the world is coming up short, why will you send the arsenal that is supposed to be used by our troops to protect our way of life or our allies way of life and give it to somebody who's not a fucking ally. There is no benefit that the United States gains, whether Ukraine wins or loses. There is nothing for us to fucking gain, but everything to lose. Russia has told NATO and the UN to go fuck yourself. This war has absolutely nothing to do with you, but has everything to do with you. The policies that they have put down and how they've used Ukraine to fucking sit there and benefit them against Russia is bullshit. I'm not saying that Russia doesn't have blood on their hands. Of course they have blood on their hands. That goes without being said. But this whole deal between Ukraine and Russia that has to do with those two fucking countries and nobody else. Nobody else. Because I've told you before in Rwanda and Congo and Sudan and other places in Africa, the United States ain't never lift a fucking hand to help them out ever. Because it's nothing for them to gain. So what is it that we're supposed to be gaining or should I say the fucking Dixie Democrats are supposed to gain from this fucking continuation of this war in Ukraine. Putin is not fucking joking. If you think that Putin says that he's going to going to fucking use nuclear like what fucking weapons to push everybody back. He's not fucking lying, folks. You back a wild animal in the fucking corner. You better be ready to be bitten, clawed, knocked over, whatever. You don't fucking do it. And when you push that bear that is Russia into a fucking corner, you could stand the fuck by. You think that they are losing this. They are not losing this. I told you everybody else is playing checkers and Putin is playing chess. This is what he does. I'm not saying everything that has happened in in this war between those two countries is calculated by him. No, that's not what I'm saying. But his response is. His response goes right in line where I expect. A former member of the military to conduct themselves. And this dude is not fucking playing. In the end, Russia will win and get what they want. Everybody else don't have to recognize the four, you know, districts or whatever you want to call them that Russia has taken over through uh, a a referendum to become part of or at least supported by Russia. 
the whole world said, no, no, we're not, we're not gonna, you know, um, fucking support that. We're not gonna push that. We're not gonna identify that. We're not gonna talk about that. As far as we're concerned, they're still part of Ukraine. Even if peace was established, those four Providence districts or whatever, I guarantee you, will not go back under fucking Ukraine uh, control. I told you last time that it was always the West versus the East in Ukraine. And the West used to bombard the fucking East. So why would those... See, that's one thing that the media never asked. You know, we're told in grade school or in middle school or even in high school, you always ask the who, what, when, where, why, and how. Journalists have just fucking let that go. Nobody has talked to those people, went down there and asked them, why do you not want to be part of Ukraine, but you want to be part of Russia? What the fuck is going on? Or we've heard that they were shelling you all with bombs and all type of fucking attacks against their own people. Is it true? Or what about the West you all don't like to make you want to be part of fucking Russia? And how do you think you're going to do it? And if you do, who's going to lead you? They never ask questions, folks. But, you know, when you got Ukraine, again, telling Eli Musk, who's supplying them with communication, anybody been in the military, anybody a first responder, whatnot, communication is vital. It is vital. It is it is a requirement. It is a must. It's essential. And not having that, you know, Skylink or whatever it's called is going to fucking be a tragedy for Ukraine. But it's their own making. This man was providing this service to you all for free at cost to him and his company to help you out. He proposed a way. Just saying it, freedom of speech. He is in America. And everybody jumps down his fucking throat. These Dixie Democrats. How dare he say that? How dare somebody try to broker peace or have a suggestion about peace and compromise? That doesn't seem far-fetched. In such a costly fucking war. One that is just robbing from our taxpayer bank account. Supporting a whole nother country that we have no allegiance to. That we have nothing to gain from them. And I'm not just saying that you shouldn't support no one just because you're not gaining anything. But the truth of the matter is it has absolutely nothing to do with us. We cannot continue to be the world police. We had ourselves in a situation for over 20 fucking years trying to do that. I am disabled because of that bullshit. And so many others are worse off than what I am. And so many others lost their lives. Because of this bullshit from our government. You send people somewhere, you have an exit plan. There is no exit plan here. It's just to keep fighting the Russians, what? So there's no more Russians there. Then you got the whole fucking eastern Ukraine or at least these four fucking provenance districts or whatever fuck you want to call them that don't want to be part of you. And what you're going to do? Continue to shell them with bombs? 
You're going to send somebody in there with a fucking suicide vest to blow your own people up? And then tell them you need to be part of us? Fuck you. I don't blame the people in the fucking East for not wanting to be part of fucking Ukraine. But even when you have all these people saying, we're not going to recognize those. Well, you do understand that Crimea is under Russian control and it's part of Russia now, right? It's their shit. You can look at a map and it, it, it can have Crimea still being part of Ukraine all it wants to. But see if that government and them could just drive into there with no problem. See if they could just say, we're going to build a light pole right here in the middle of the fucking road and see if Russia don't rain down the fury of fucking hell on top of them. That's their shit now. It's no different than a city, a major city. Like when I was in Houston, that was a town called A-Leaf and Katy. They were their own cities. But because they started to use, because they were growing too fast, they started to use the the, the trash service and then the power and then the sewage and everything. Houston wound up annexing them. But you still could look at a map and it still says Katie and A-Leaf. But you know what? A-Leaf and Katie belong to Houston now. It belongs to Houston. So you ain't got to recognize it. But it's the obvious thing. Somebody... With fucking common sense, we'll understand that shit. So you can say whatever you want, NATO, and you and what the fuck are y'all good for anyway? What the fuck are y'all good for? You know, when you go back throughout history and understanding, you know, the whole creation of the UN, you know, to hold people responsible and to support one another and to act as one it sounds good on paper, but it's not, you know, it's not real. When you have one country, United States, basically paying for every fucking thing. We pay basically for everything. The UN headquarters is in New York. You think other countries pay, you know, for the lights, the water, the food or, or, or the upkeep? The maintenance of that fucking building? Fuck no. That comes out of American taxpayer money. When all these world leaders come over here to this country or whatnot, they bring their security, but our Secret Service does their protection. You think they pay for that protection? Fuck no. It comes out of our budget. NATO, the same thing. You think other countries have paid equally into NATO? Fuck no. They don't. We saw that under Trump. We saw how he tried to make them pay more. And they were crying over a 1% increase in military funding for NATO. Everything is supposed to be equal across the board. Now, some countries are bigger than other countries, but if you want to sit at the adult table, you need to be an adult. But if you want to act like one and sit at that table, guess what? We're going to treat you like one. So that means you're going to have your share of responsibility also. You're not just going to sit at the table and still be a child. Now this whole bullshit with trying to bring Ukraine into it is pissing Putin off even more. Because he knows if they fall in under that umbrella, that protection for them, 
that he will have the worst fucking neighbors ever. United States and other countries will continue to fund these chemical and biological fucking, you know, labs and shit in Ukraine. Use Ukraine as a as a fucking staging ground for some of the worst shit ever right across the border, which we said we would not do. That's why Ukraine was not allowed to join into it. But now that they're trying to renege and they got the support of all these countries and shit and dummies like Joe Biden who don't understand history, even though he's old enough to have been there. When Russia says you keep fucking instigating this. I see your planes, your troops in this area. I am going to fucking destroy you. People need to understand the boldness of that statement is backed up by a coalition. They have China to back them up. That country alone supersedes the population of the United States. They don't fucking play in China. They don't fucking play. And what we're going to see is an escalation. And then Putin's going to cash in that ticket and tell China, it's go. It's go time. And then you got this little bitty ass fucking spoil kid on the side, North Korea. That motherfucker's just lobbing fucking missiles everywhere and everybody's just watching people are like oh well he's not going to hit anything that's the point it's a show of force that i can hit you and you won't do shit about it when those missiles and stuff land into fucking waters and stuff you don't know what they're carrying they got some chemical or biological fucking warhead up on them you don't know what they're fucking carrying and they crash it right in the fucking waters next to you. And then, you know, the easiest case scenario is it's just a fucking missile that crashed into the ocean. But it's part of your fucking ocean now. Your maritime fucking uh, borders. You got to clean it up. You can't just let the missile stockpile and shit. Imagine if the warhead or whatnot didn't detonate. It's still sensitive. A submarine, a ship, a boat, anything go past it, it could go boom. So now you got to spend all this money to clean up this fucking mess he caused in your backyard. You shouldn't be okay with that. Because what they're also doing, they're fine-tuning their launch capability, the range capability, and finessing the missile itself. Getting the coordinates and everything correct. So if some shit kick off, they already know how far it needs to go. They know the arc that it needs to go at. They know everything because they've been testing for so many fucking years and nobody's done anything to them. If you let a kid continue to fucking do what he wants, when he gets older, it's going to be hard to try to control him because that's his nature. That's what he has transformed himself into. 
You can't change that. And we know the rest of the world ain't going to come to people's aid anyway. You know, we saw that with our war on terrorism. Everybody talked a good game after September 11. Rah, rah, rah. We got you. Then it was go time. And it's like, um, we got mm, 20 people we could send over there, but it's not enough to fight, you know, it's not enough to fight the bad guys. So what we want to do is just have them, uh, have them guard the front gate, maybe. Not like the, the main front gate, you know. We don't want them that close. Maybe like a gate to what the chow hall is or something like that. You know, where the flight line's at. You know, something easy. You know, something where they're like in the middle of the base. Nowhere close to, you know, enemy combatant. You know, they never have to fire their weapons because our budget in the military is short. And uh, we ain't got enough, you know bullets to send over there because we got a bond from you all and i'm just saying if they're providing a service for you all you know how about you just pay us to have them over there that way give the appearance that we are supporting the war and terrorism or you can make them run the laundry room at your base and they can wind up stealing uniforms or whatnot for money because we don't pay them a lot and give them to the enemy somehow and the enemy come dressed up like them or come over the fucking wall dressed like them and make the place go boom. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm speaking to you is shit that actually happened when I was out there. Other countries don't support us. We paid for them to be there. We took the responsibility for them. We gave them what they needed to survive because their country could not support them out there. But we expect if a World War III situation happens that everybody's going to come running. You better get the fuck out of here. You better remember the events of World War I and World War II. Did you see everybody come running? Fuck no, you didn't. People tolerated a lot of shit going on, you know, in their country, but they didn't divulge themselves to support a military effort or pick sides in it. They remain neutral. So anybody can come on through. And it's worse even now with these stupid ass leaders around the world. You want me to fucking think that they're going to be able to fucking sit there and, and, and show face. They talk a good game, but when it's go time, they're going to say the same shit that you say. We, you know, due to, you know, the way that my checking and, and saving account work, you know, I can't like pull a funds. It's going to take a while. But if you wait, I may be able to train. It's complicated. I don't want to bore you with the details. Like, come the fuck on, ladies and gentlemen. We got to stop this bullshit supporting this fucking bullshit ass fucking war. We are losing our country. Do you not fucking understand that? Everybody looks at us as the beacon of hope. There is no beacon here anymore. It's so diminished. It's barely a fucking flicker of a flame. There are candles that burn brighter than what we fucking have right now in our beacon. This son of a bitch just continues to fucking give away everything. 
But everybody embarrasses ass, just like the Saudis did. Go fuck yourself. We're actually going to cut production and you're going to pay us more fucking money. Suck on that bitch. The Saudis, the ones our military fucking protect, they don't have a military. Dude, I'm so sick and tired of this fucking bullshit. We have some of the weakest leaders I've ever seen in life. AOC this week can sit there and tell people in the past that you should confront politicians. You should ask them the hard question. You should make them feel uncomfortable. But when somebody does it to her, they do the same typical bullshit they always do. Random ass aides come out of nowhere and start dragging people the fuck away. This is America. She's a politician. We have a right to ask her questions. I don't give a fuck if it makes her uncomfortable. She said we should make them uncomfortable. Now when we do it to her, oh no, get them the fuck out of here. Now she ain't got no questions to ask. They're asking you about Ukraine, bitch. You talk all this shit about global this and Greenpeace this and fucking plants and trees, go fuck yourself. But you don't give a fuck when people are dying or a war is going on. You probably think it's good. Less people in the fucking world. A healthier world, right, AOC? You stupid fucking communist socialist cunt. Fuck her, dude. That bitch has no place in fucking American politics. Maybe American uh, political fucking game an app or some shit, but she has no place. And shame on you from New York for allowing her to fucking remain in office. Shame on you. You have that blood on your hands. I got blood on my hands from Ted Cruz, Connery, fucking bullshit ass, Granger, old bitch ass. Those people from my fucking area, I got the blood on my hands. I don't vote for them. But they steal the representatives from my fucking areas in general or state. It's a fucking embarrassment is what it is. They talk a good game, but they don't do shit. That's most politicians. What happened to the good old days where they just go into town, do some votes, propose some stuff, write some legislation, and go the fuck back to work? Go back to their states. Now you got fucking fat ass Miss Piggy sitting up there. Fucking Liz Cheney. And she's seeing the end days. Of her political career. Now in this last ditch effort. They're trying to. Subpoena. Or they have subpoenaed. President Trump to testify in front of this witch hunt farce committee of January 6th. They say they can prove that he orchestrated everything, that it was him that was controlling everything. Yeah, just like that bitch that said that Trump, you know, broke through all that safety glass and pushed all of the Secret Service to the side to reach his hands through the partition to grab the steering wheel, and we're going back. Yeah, that testimony, that shit, Oh, okay. Yeah, you really got him. That's right. 
You're going to drag them over the coals and we're going to fucking help you. No. Not true. Trump asked for fucking peace. He told people to fucking go home. Just because he didn't do it when you wanted him to fucking do it, don't mean he didn't say it. But one thing he did not do is orchestrate that they're fucking what happened. And what happened? You afraid of the American people? I mean, your fucking cops opened the door. Your cops posed. There are pictures of people with the fucking police posing with them as they're going through the rotunda. I don't get it. They opened the door. There's a congressman that opened the door to an emergency door. He opened it. A lot of people opened doors there. And you act like they burned it down to the ground or something. Or they set IEDs or some shit off in that bitch. They didn't. They broke probably one or two windows. But because it's a historical fucking building or whatnot, you probably charge a million dollars to replace two fucking windows. But then you say you try to relate it to, to Pearl Harbor and then now they're getting, you know, they're releasing a lot of videotapes of, you know, Pelosi and all them. Pelosi says she would punch Trump in the face if he came down there. Okay, you drunk bitch. You're what, fucking 132 years old? And you're going to punch somebody in the face? Yeah, how about you get better fucking polygrip? Worry about your fucking dentures, ho. Don't worry about trying to punch a legitimate president in the face. He's the president of the United States. He still was the president that day. And for you to say that you're going to punch him in the face. for This whole fucking thing is bullshit. It's bullshit. I could just imagine the time where they would had done Teddy Roosevelt the same. Theodore Roosevelt the same. Abraham Lincoln, they would have definitely done the same if Abraham Lincoln was in modern times. Oh, you you want to what? You want to just take states and bring them into the union? Oh no, that's racist. That's transphobic. Woke culture wouldn't stand for that. You can't do that. I don't care they got slaves down there. Those black people love it. They love being beat on the fucking back. They love serving white people down there and taking their old Negro spirituals. They love that shit. Working up from sun up to sundown, picking that cotton and that tobacco, sugar cane. They love that shit. They're not fucking human beings anyway. That's woke culture. They've been worried about fucking, you know, people part of the LGB fucking community too much. Dying their hair fucking purple and shit way back when. There's a lot of presidents that wouldn't have been able to survive that would that would have been on the same scope as President Trump is. You know, they would have done the same thing to George Washington. Oh, oh, oh. So you just go and run unopposed and stuff with your white self, right? Owning that plantation, you know, your wife owned that plantation, all them slaves and stuff. You just gonna run unopposed, right? You're just going to sit there and I'm president and that's going to be it. You're racist. And then I read another story this week that they want to change the name of the military bases out of everything that's going on. <laughs> See, this is how fucked up Democrats is. Everything that's going on in the world, they're worried about fucking military bases. Let's rename them. They're looking at Fort Hood down here in Texas. They want to rename it after um, some general, uh, first Hispanic 
general, uh, I don't know if he was first four star or something like that, but they want to rename it after him. Well, the way I feel about that is this. It's not the time or place for that bullshit. We got a lot of other shit fucking going on. And if I was president and after they named, renamed it, based that, I will fucking make an executive order, make them change it back to Fort Hood. I don't care about these people. They had me singing about fucking Robert E. Lee. Way down on the levee, way down on the levee in old Alabama. On a moonlight night, you could find us all. They'll be waving and banjos are syncopating. Oh, what's that they're saying? Oh, what's that they're saying? Oh, why they keep playing? They're humming and singing. On a moonlight night, you can find us all. On the old Robert E. Lee. They had me saying that in fucking middle school. My fucking high school mascot was a confederate rebel. No shit. Same uniform. Had a red jacket on top of it. And an old Dixie flag behind them. You know, you know, those Dixie Democrats know what that is. They love that shit. But you don't see me going back to that school going, y'all the fucking white supremacist. You can't do that. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I truly don't because it doesn't affect me. I'm not worried about that petty bullshit. I know history. I'm very well educated in it. There's a degree on the wall that will tell you that. But I don't give a fuck about shit like that. It's important to know. And as history always teaches, and one constant theme throughout all the classes that I had to earn that certificate, let me tell you. If you don't educate yourself on trends of the past, meaning history, you will find yourself repeating the past, meaning history. So in short, you have to educate yourself before you destroy yourself and it's through pure ignorance. Renaming a base is not going to change anything on that base. It's not going to do anything for those. So they did a survey on the base and less than 20% of those who responded to the survey, less than 20%, those are the ones that wanted the name change. So you got almost 80% of the base, the personnel or whoever responded to that survey that said, leave it the fuck alone. And I guarantee you there were blacks in that. There was Hispanics in that. Biracial, maybe even homosexual, bisexual people who filled it out. Maybe even some trans in there. They filled out the survey and said, go fuck yourself. 80% with majority. Leave it the fuck alone. We don't care about the name of these bases or who they're named after. We don't. I served on a lot of bases. I don't give a fuck who they're named after. I'm not taking anything. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or whatnot. I may briefly look at the history of who was named after and let it be because that's just me. The historian that I am, I want to know. But beyond that, I still don't say, well, this base shouldn't be named that. 
I don't give a fuck. I don't. Because the base doesn't make, you know, the, the people and the reputation that's at hand. It's the people there that make the base. So I'm proud of the bases that I served on because I serve next to some of the best fucking men and women that this country has ever fucking gave birth to. Rock stars. You hear me? Fucking rock stars. I don't give a fuck about the base name. We made that base what it was. We established the fucking, you know, we established the history, traditions of that base. The base didn't do that. The base is not alive. We are alive. Respect us. And if 80% say leave it the fuck alone, leave it the fuck alone. I can't even pronounce the new base. No disrespect to anybody, but I can't even pronounce the name of the new fucking base. It doesn't just roll off the, the tongue like, oh yeah, I'm from Fort Hood. Anybody in Texas, we know where Fort Hood is. That's like the military or, or the big military base in your city, your town, your country. You know where it's at. Just by the name alone. You can't be picky and choosy and changing shit. The shit that we're doing in Ukraine, okay, if they want to be part of fucking NATO and shit, well, guess what? America's going to build a base there. And we're going to name it after this gentleman, this, this, this patriot that passed away or whatnot some years ago. Name it after him. The same thing you're going to change Fort Hood to, name the next base that comes about Army installation after him. That's how you solve that. You can go forward, but do not go to the past and take that away because, oh, well, you know, I saw a journal and they said this or they said that. You ever think that is just part of the time? It's just part of the lingo that they speak during that time? You know, long time ago, they were saying jive turkey and jive this sucker. Everyone they saw, women on the street and shit. Hey, mama. You say that shit today? No, we don't. That's awesome. That's rad. That's cool. You know, that was a lingo during my fucking time. I still say that shit now to a certain degree, but it's just the way that we fucking talk. And then you got the younger generation, cray cray. That's fire. You know, they're fucking calling tires with armor all on. Oh, that's wet. What? But I understand that's a different generation. That's just how they speak. That's stuff that your kids know, certain lingo that they know that you don't even fucking know. You just don't. Different generation, different times. And it's okay. But do you see women, you know, 60, 70, 80 years old or whatnot, back in the 70s, that were called mama, go up and say, I want to fucking sue this man that's on his deathbed because he called me mama. I feel offended. I'm a woman. I'm a strong, independent woman. He can't just walk up to me or walked up to me way back almost 40, 50 years ago and go and sit there and say, hey, mama, what's going on? Give me some skin. Like, get the fuck out of here, folks. You can't erase history. That's not how it's done. If anything, what we're doing in this country, we're not progressing like we should. We're regressing. Big time. That's why it's like the Constitution doesn't apply. And, and be, speaking of the Constitution, I saw a story about um, serial numbers on weapons. This is exciting news. There's a U.S. District Court 
judge that um, that basically said that the ban on weapons or, or legalizing um, or making them illegal to have weapons with serial numbers scratched off on them, you know, you know that that should be banned and and there should be fines or jail time and stuff for that. Um, he said that's unconstitutional, which I absolutely agree. He said that didn't come into effect on a federal level until 1968. It's unconstitutional. Long time ago, way before when, they just mass produced a weapon. You either had that type of weapon or you didn't. There was no serial numbers on those weapons. You want me to think during a revolutionary war they had fucking serial numbers on it? No, they didn't. They didn't start until 1968. Every weapon before is just mass produced. You think the way that they were producing weapons for World War II in the fucking 40s, that they had time to hold up production to make sure that those weapons were fucking engraved with serial numbers? No. Not at all. This is a world war. Get the weapons out as soon as possible. Put them in the crate and get them the fuck over there. That was just stupid. It's stupid to have a serial number on a weapon. If the company wants to put a serial number on it so they know how many of that model they sell, okay, whatever. But should it come with a serial number on it? That way people can fucking track you with that? No, it shouldn't. Because I have the right to bear arms. You do not have the right to have my information because I have a gun. That's none of your fucking business. Just like the freedom of speech, you don't have a right to get a prescript and then revise it and send it back to me and say, if you're going to speak upon that, you have to say this now. That doesn't work like that. So why should you be putting fucking numbers on weapons? You're not supposed to. We watch all these old movies, you know, way back when, and we see them running around with guns and shit. They don't have serial numbers on it. They never did. We never stopped to think about that, but they, they're not supposed to. It's unconstitutional. I have the right to bear arms. It doesn't say nowhere in the Constitution that you have a right to force a company to put serial numbers on fucking weapons instead of just mass producing them. They know how many weapons they got going out, and they can track it any fucking way that they want to track the number of weapons they have going out, but nobody has a right to tell you like a vehicle. You have to register your vehicle. It has to have a VIN number upon it. Then you have to uh, register it to get your license plates and stuff. And it has to be current. And some states run, you know, emission tests and things like that. It has to pass them in order for you, you know, to get your registration. Some states don't. And in certain years of cars, depending on the state, you don't have to fucking go through that process anymore. You don't have to pass it. Your car is too fucking old. Who cares? There's not a lot of them on the road. They don't care. Let that little smoke come out of your car. Nobody cares. But they never should have been doing that to weapons. I don't know how it came up, but I'm happy that it did. But there's just so much going on, ladies and gentlemen, out there. So much. So much wrong. So much wrong to us. And it's sickening. I don't think this country can fucking stomach two more years under Joe Biden. I know we all, you know, have presidents that we like and presidents that we don't like or whatnot, but I always tell you, don't let what they're doing impact your relationship with anybody. 
just because they're a different party. You know, have friendly debates, but know when to call it. Don't get into heated arguments. Spats don't want to talk to somebody just because they don't agree or see it your way. Remember, everybody is not on the same wavelength as you. To you, you're the smartest person in the world. But to them, you don't have a fucking point. You have two legs to stand on in this fucking argument. So do like what Eli Musk said. Fucking come to a compromise, folks. Your friends. Your relatives or, or whatever. You know, you're related. Don't let that shit come between you all. When we show force together, united we stand, divided we fall. That is fucking true. If we stand together and people can cross fucking party lines and say, you know what? I am a, a, a Dixie Democrat. However, however, that person makes an interesting point and they are pushing this country back where it needs to go. When I go to the booth, I have the Democrats I'm going to vote for, but I'm also going to vote for that person to take a seat and whatever, you know, fucking vacancy of government that needs to be filled. I mean, you know, we got to do better. And one thing that we have to do is also stand up to this woke culture. When you see woke culture, people tell them to go fuck themselves. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You got the freedom of fucking speech. I fought for that. If anything, send them my fucking way. Send them my fucking way. I'll fucking tell them for you. I have no fucking problem doing that. Because them sons of bitches get to walk around and do what they want to do because I fucking sacrifice myself, my health, my body for them. But don't let, let politics and stuff ruin you. Don't pay so much attention to politics like that either. Let me do that. You go and, and, and watch some comedy special of somebody and laugh. Relax. Let me do all the political stuff with all this political stuff that's, that's, you know, upcoming. You know, whether it's the, in Arizona, Carrie Lake and the other fucking woman want to be governor who refused to fucking debate with Carrie Lake because she's just a piece of shit. Carrie Lake is a winner. She's a GOP. She's going to win. The other lady, irrelevant. Then you got Warnack and, uh, you know, um, Herschel Walker that debated tonight. And they try to get on him because he had a uh, some type of badge or something. Oh, you can't use props and shit like that. Oh, okay. What about all the fucking money? How about making you know policies and laws and and putting things in place to make yourself rich, Walnack? That dude should not be in fucking government at all, at all. So I hope the people of Georgia realize that and they're smart about that and they get Herschel Walker in there, despite what his son says. That's a kid. Kids don't always like their parents. And they say stupid shit until they get grown and be like, maybe I should have shut the fuck up. My bad. Don't pay attention to a child. I don't give a fuck how old he is. He's a fucking child. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Even if he know what the fuck he's talking about, ain't none of his business anyway. That's between his father and whoever else. Dixie Democrats should be excited about it. But no, you got to prosecute him because he's not a Dixie Democrat. So Dixie Democrat, all right, and us, you know, black, white supremacists are always wrong. I so much enjoy when people call me a black, white supremacist. So redundant. I'm not white and I'm not a supremacist. 
When you look at me, you call me patriot. And understand that I served this country honorably for 14 fucking years in the United States Marine Corps with an honorable fucking discharge. Highly decorated too, may I add. So don't call me anything besides Marine or Patriot, period. Don't even call me a fucking Republican. I'm not a Republican. I told y'all that. I'm not. I'm a Patriot. Hence the name. I'm not going to sit here inside with a party like that. No party. Now, the conservative party, the GOP, is better than the fucking Dixie Democrats. That is true. That is true. But I wish we just had better candidates, real people like you and I on those tickets. And I highly encourage you all to take any seats that you can, even the PTA. Folks, that's an easy thing to run into. That's easy. Then you control the curriculum that our children are learning. Get all that fucking woke culture bullshit out. Come on. Come on. If you want to do it for yourself, do it for the kids. Do it for your child. But it's time that common sense people get up on these ballots. You and I need to get on these ballots, folks. Whether you're listening to me here in the United States or somewhere in the many countries that this podcast reaches, get on the ticket. There's some of you all in Ukraine that will do a thousand times better than that joke you have as a leader. That dude, I seen a little, you know, him dressed up in the, like he's, you know, a homosexual or whatever. I know he's some type of uh, comedian or whatnot. He's an actor, but he's ridiculous. That dude is not a president. He's not. He's acting. He's acting like he's a fucking president. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Enjoying all that free money he's getting from America. Just enjoying it. Every week, millions to billions of dollars coming to him. Every fucking week, folks. Now you're about to get 795 million more fucking dollars. Great. Who's going to pay for that, Biden? Oh, that's right. We're not in the recession, according to you. Folks, I can go on and on, but I'm starting to notice something is going on with my voice. Um, I can hear it myself. It just seems like I'm losing it a little bit. So, you know, I've been lucky thus far. And y'all know how the fall winter time uh, gets me. And definitely takes my voice every single year. Um, maybe it's on this way. I don't know. I know we got some cold, uh, cooler weather coming through next week. So hopefully I won't lose it by then. But if at any point, you know, I don't do a podcast or whatnot, it's either because I lost my voice or because I'm sick. Uh, generally, I get sick once a year. Knock on wood. I haven't been sick this year, but this is around the time that that shit starts to happen, too. So stand by for that one. Um, Otherwise, you know how I am with holidays. That week of the holiday, I do not do a podcast so that you can enjoy your family and you can talk about something more than fucking politics. Let me worry about that. Like I said, you all relax, sit back, drink your beer, popcorn, put the Bluetooth on and let me just 
update you on some shit that's going on. But I don't do the week of holidays. Um, I think the next one we got coming up will be Thanksgiving. I think it's the next major one. I could be wrong because I'm so bad with the holidays and shit. Sometimes I don't realize the holiday is coming up unless I'm working a Friday and be like, don't come in Monday. And I'm like, what the fuck? We're not coming in for Monday for. Oh, because it's a holiday. Oh, okay, okay. I'm so bad with those things, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, But like I say, if you like what you're hearing all the time, I ask that you support this here podcast that's recession proof. As little as 99 cents a month, $4.99 or $9.99, uh, $9.99 a month. Every little bit helps, folks. Every little bit fucking helps. You know, I'm trying my best not to put this podcast on subscription or whatnot, but I'm leaning more towards that way as these weeks keep going on and on. I really do lean more towards that way than not doing it. Um, it's just, just one of those things where, you know, I'm sure if we were doing a YouTube and doing some stupid shit, some stupid ass clips or ripping somebody else's clips off and just, you know, doing whatever with them and shit. Yeah. I can get millions of fucking subscribers and, you know, get all type of fucking revenue from ads and shit like that. But I'm trying to keep mine as the beacon of life and hope and not try to go that route. Um, Definitely not doing no YouTube. But, you know, I may do subscription. But, you know, y'all just let me know. You know, drop a comment. You can find me on Getter. You know, the Ed Pat, literally. Uh, The Ed Pat, P-A-T. We're on True Social. You know. We were on Twitter, but y'all know what happened with Twitter. They fucking banned us for speaking the truth. They didn't like it. And something happened with True Social last week. My account got suspended too. I don't fucking know why. I don't know why. The reason that they gave me or whatnot was not me. I didn't do shit. You know, half the time I forget about that social media platform and I barely use it. I told y'all, I really don't know how it fucking works and shit like that. But somehow I got fucking... um, you know, suspended for a week. I was like, when I got the email, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I didn't even post anything over there. How am I getting suspended? What did I fucking do? You know? But one place that never gives me any fucking problems has been Gitter. I mean, that's the number one um, way to get in contact with me besides Anchor, where you can leave a voice message or whatnot. And to all the listeners, my international listeners or whatnot, I know some of y'all probably want to contribute But it's just like I tell the U.S. listeners, if anything, spread these podcasts. Get somebody else, educate somebody else upon this podcast service and what we do over here. This is about us. This is not about me. This is about us. And the more people that we get over here that hears the truth and understand stuff that they have questions to, the better it is. And like I always do, I tell it like it is. I don't have time to fucking bullshit or tiptoe around the fucking corner. These people have taken off the gloves, and I'm better fighting fucking bare knuckle anyway than with fucking gloves on. I want to really rip into your fucking skin with these big-ass knuckles. So I need y'all to keep pushing this podcast. You know, push it overseas. It doesn't matter. Push it to people. Translate it for them, you know, if you got to. 
which everybody knows that I'm, I'm speaking the truth here. I'm saying what you want to say, but what you can't say. And I say it uncensored, unscripted. There are no scripts in front of me. There is nothing in front of me. I told you I was watching the movie and I said, shit, let me do this podcast since I saw this on the news and I just rolled with it. That's what we do all the time. I don't edit my fucking content. There's no reason to edit. It's almost like we're just having a conversation. If you all were here and just listen to me talk, that's me. I'm real. I keep it real. That's, that's what I do. I don't bullshit about the facts. The facts are the facts. I don't just bash uh, Dixie Democrats. A lot of it is because they're stupid and they're doing stupid shit. And I love my country. And I love my constitution. But I'm not going to sugarcoat it for anybody. Ted Cruz, piece of shit. There you go. You know, what's his name in charge of the fucking Senate? McConnell. Piece of garbage. He's the worst of the worst. Then I see fucking Tim Ryan or whatever the fuck his name was, the old speaker of the house before Pelosi. Well, Tr uh, Donald Trump is not going to win. He's not going to be uh, uh, the GOP no uh, um, nominee. Dude, y'all starting that shit again. Y'all y'all are trying to challenge the vote. Are you trying to do reverse psychology? Do you know something I don't know and you want to make sure he gets in office because you know he's going to do what's right? If that's what, If that's your game, I can tell you here, fucking former Speaker Ryan. Okay, I hear you, and we're going to do it. We're going to rally up, and we're going to get him back into office, just like you said he wouldn't. I, I don't know, people. These people are fucking human garbage. Like I said, if Lincoln was here, if, if George Washington was here, Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, I mean, so many of them. With this woke culture and shit, they would not have fucking went unscathed either. It's just that people back then either were clueless, uneducated, ignorant, or they knew what they were doing was the right thing to do for the country. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and let you go before I wind up losing this voice completely because every morning I've been waking up this week has been different. So I think I'm heading to the avenue of actually losing it. But like I always say, while well, I got a voice, if you don't stand for anything, You'll fall for anything. United we stand, divided we fall. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the educated patriot, and I'm out.